I've finally done it. We have all the puzzle pieces to the perfect podcast. You think so? Yeah. Uh, there's one here. There's one here. There's one here. And there's one... We're, we're, we're missing a piece. It looks like, like the most important piece, too. Like, like it's in the very center. What could we possibly be missing? We have good microphones. We get on multiple... We have a set schedule. We have uh, good chemistry. We have a sponsorship. What else do we possibly need? Maybe we need daily episodes. Just do one minute a movie, maybe? Yeah, just just a daily minute-long podcast. People would like that, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Or we could just be super critical about just one particular scene. <laughs> or, that sounds like a lot of work, so maybe what if we tried having a script or something instead? That's it. Oh, okay. I don't know how we never yeah. thought of that before. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll give it a try. And have that ultimate power. The power. The power. Of knowing what we're doing. Welcome back. We are back. And this time, better than ever. That's right. We have a script. At least one of us does. I mean, I showed you it. I suppose I could pull it up. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you don't have to. It's it's just kind of notes. Of for, yeah. It, yeah, it's just basically notes. But anyway, welcome back. Um, for the first time joiners, uh, this is Pathetic Premiere. I'm Tyler. And I'm Adam. And we post every other week uh, talking about either a random movie or... or Random other media thing. That's right. Mostly movies. Um, and uh, obviously spoilers. Obviously, this is not child friendly, but it is child friendly. Some episodes, it's kind of hard to tell. It's like child friendly when we don't mess up because I don't think we go out of our way to be offensive or anything. But like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, like, like a, a swear word could pop out every so often, but it's not gonna do anything. Yeah. Besides corrupt your children. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, so, Adam. What's up? Uh, the other fun thing is we got a shout-out the other day. Oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, we got a shout-out on the Flannel Destination oh, cool. podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was originally supposed to be on their most recent episode, but I was kind of feeling under the weather. Um, so I was not able to record with them. But they still shouted us out. Well, look at them being, like, good sports about it. Yeah, uh, and uh, they're trying to be better than us in post-weekly episodes. <laughs> See, I so told you go we check... to do daily. <sighs> Beat them even better. <laughs> um, if, if, if They're really good friends of ours. Uh, if you like anything from movies, music, video games, they're the guys that talk about it. That's they right. talk about it every week. Uh, their most recent episode, they did Invincible, the new Amazon Prime uh, original. Cool. Yeah. Um, and this week, what are we doing, Adam? We're talking about 
uh, newer movie. I th- think this is our newest movie that we've ever done. It probably is, because, what, this came out last month, probably? Yeah, it came out in uh, late April. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's a movie. Yeah, it's still in the top. It's still in the top ten for Netflix in the world. Oh, is it? I didn't look at that. Yeah. Is that so? Uh, before we get too far into this, um, I had the question right away because it's like distributed by Columbia. It's like distributed. It just went to Netflix. So was this well, place supposed or, 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 to be in theaters, and then it just or, wasn't because of COVID? Yeah, originally, from what I was reading from uh, our very great sponsor of Wikipedia, <laughs> um, uh, please sponsor us, Wikipedia. We use your we use your help so many times. Um, it basically said something that was supposed to come out at one point. It's similar to like the Black Widow movie, where it was supposed to come out like in like early 2019, but then it got pushed back to no, no, it was supposed to come out early 2020. But then it got pushed back to late 2020, and then it got pushed. Uh, then Sony bought. Uh, uh, Sony and Netflix made their deal, um, so it was the. Excuse me, um, the movie since it was part of the Netflix partnership, the movie went to Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, which surprisingly it did pretty well. Yeah, like, it's, uh, I'm not sure quite how that works if you're, like, an investor in a movie that doesn't actually have, like, a box office number, but I'm sure it technically made a lot of money. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they're, uh, it's made by the same people that did Into the Spider-Verse, so they're already rolling in money. Yeah. <laughs> that was the main um, thing. When you told me that we we should watch this movie, I was like, oh, it's just some random animated movie, and you are like, Into the Spider-Verse, I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's that's a pretty good movie though. Yeah, overall, it's a heartwarming. But Adam, what's up? We should talk. We should talk about these crazy characters that we have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we got our main family of uh, Katie, uh, Katie, Aaron, Linda, Rick, and our little dog buddy. Yeah, I I don't remember his Ma- name. <laughs> uh, Monchi is his name. Monchi. Yeah, he's actually played by an actual dog. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's Doug the Pug. Are you uh, serious? Uh, yeah, I'm being dead serious. Why would they spend money on getting a famous dog when they could just get a dog? Because it would not be authentic. Okay. Um, notable actors that you might know of is uh, Danny McBride, and uh, plays the father. Okay. Um. Uh, Maya Rudolph plays the mom. Uh, Eric Andre, um, if you know that guy, uh, he plays uh the guy, the CEO of the company. Oh, okay, okay. Also, Conan O'Brien's in this movie. Who's he? Uh, I believe he plays the death robot. Oh. <laughs> Um, also, I'm not sure if you know him, uh, Alex Hirsch, the guy, who, uh, who, uh, made, uh, Gra- uh, Gravity Falls. Okay. Uh, he plays Dirk. Oh, okay. Uh, Dirk, 
Uh, Dirk is like that, like final guy in like the college, and he's like, "Thanks for saving the world." No problem, Dirk. That's his only line. Yeah, that's literally, yeah, <laughs> literally his only line. That's around. But he also. He also went to CalArts, so the school was kind of... That's what the school was kind of based off of, CalArts. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty much kind of all, the, like, the main players, uh, besides, like, the Posies and Pal. Oh, and then you also got uh, Eric and Deverbod 5000. <laughs> they, they were pretty good characters. <laughs> well, yeah, very good. Um, I mean, I I didn't really like the Posies as much. They're kind of like I understand they're trying to be the perfect family, but like, did we really need them? I don't. I think that like if they were in the movie a lot more, it would probably be kind of annoying. But it's like especially with how dysfunctional they are, it's like that's sort of funny to include them. Oh yeah. Um, getting into like the actual movie now, kind of deep cutting down the middle of the stake. Um, the, the one thing that really caught my eye throughout this movie is like the animation and like the editing of the movie is really in sync. Yeah. It's, it's a really good looking film. Yeah. Uh, and pff, there, there's a lot of great parts in this movie from uh, the, the one part that I really want to talk about is, you know, when they're in like the, the, how do I say it? The the dinosaur like tourist trap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like the kid is like looking at the weird Barney guy in like the little exhibit before the palsy shows up. Yeah. <laughs> he runs away. He hits his head against the wall and it shakes the entire wall. Yep. And the pic the picture almost falls down. How, how fast do you think he? It's, he either has to be running like super speed or his head has to be made of steel to shake the entire building. No, so yeah, um, not not only that, but like but almost immediately afterward when he runs away from like the little girl neighbor, the first time he dents the wall when he hits it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that, that kid is something else. Uh, he, he's actually played by the director of the movie or the oh, creator yeah. of the movie. Um, other great parts, I would say, is, like, the, like, uh, another good, like, part, like, interesting part that I saw was, you know how he, uh, Mark is dancing with, like, the two robots at the very beginning? Yeah. Um, he was, he was actually, like, a step behind them. What do you mean? Like, 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 uh, yeah, he's not in sync with them. He's like, like looking at them for the dance moves, even oh. though yeah, he's supposed to be controlling the dance moves and he should know them. That's kind of funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Another weird comparison of when I was doing my research for this movie was um, that this movie is uh, a lot like the Goofy movie. I have not seen that in such a long time. I like. Well, if you look at it, it's like a family goes on a cross-country road trip and shenanigans happens along the way. Okay. What's the What's the first movie that you think of that has a 
rivalry between the dad and the main uh, son slash daughter character. Which, I, I which is a goofy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Losing in touch with your kid. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, do you have any, like, favorite parts of this movie? Um, I, if you didn't just ask me that, it's something, I'd be all over that, but. <laughs> oh, I'm I mean, sorry. No, you're good. I think I like using the dog as, like, the shield. Is probably yeah, my favorite thing in the entire movie. It's, uh... That and, like, the scene that comes directly after that, where it's, like, um, uh, uh, where Mark is, like, well, the only way you can get in there is if you have, like, a special tool or some sort. I believe it's, like, a, some sort of, like, screwdriver, like, a, like um, a Mark 180 screwdriver twist handle. And the dad is, like, it's my time. <laughs> but, yeah, and then, um... Directly after that, too, like I think the finale just had this like like there's a lot of good scenes, but the finale is just like stupid great scene after stupid great scene. I really love yeah. um, the mom just like turning into like the bride from um, Kill Bill. Yeah, <laughs> they're just she like just the goes... lavender one has found us. No, <laughs> uh, and the dad also has a great moment right after that uh, when he's trying to search up YouTube for Dog Cop. Oh, yeah, I love that. He's like, um, you, you, it was just, it was great. Um, one scene that was really good was, um, the, the mall scene with the Furbies. Yeah, that was very unexpected. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, uh, the world's largest Furby, what could go wrong? (laughs) But um, I, I have several, so I thought that scene, like the entire mall thing, I thought that was a lot of fun, but I did have a couple things that I kind of wanted to point out about it, that, though. Okay. So, even if you did make the world's largest Furby, why did you put a computer chip in it if it wasn't ever going to be, like, like it was just a display? Well, I mean, like, they probably wanted it so, to activate, like, for kids and such. Okay. And then... So that's a minor thing. The two major things then are, if um, I can't remember the name of the AI, but if Pal, if Pal can just turn off the internet worldwide, which she did earlier in the movie, why wouldn't she just turn off the internet when they're trying to upload the kill switch? Well, it's on a flash drive, so I'm guessing like you, uh, if you upload the flash drive to any. Well, because she needs the internet to stay on in her area, but like because because that the because the I'm just gonna call it the PAL store uh, because the PAL store is hooked up to her and she can't turn the internet off on her or she will go down. I feel like she should be able to just take that mall down and then like it shouldn't matter, you know? Like she could still have whatever she needs everywhere else in the world. Um. I mean, true. But uh, another one. one, one last st- stupid thing from that scene. I think this is by far the dumbest. Is why don't they just go anywhere else with internet? 
when when it doesn't finish uploading, they could go like literally anywhere else and upload the last three percent of it. But like instead, they decide to go to Silicon Valley. You mean Silicon Valley? <laughs> uh, you will never survive. <laughs> There's like literally no reason. Like the movie should be over. That's like, oh, this is a minor inconvenience. Let's find another place with internet. I don't know. I think I think it's all about the journey of like <laughs> yeah, like like, so, uh, like 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 the the building that pals in like the erected building. Yeah, uh, it, lo- it looks like when like they're the Mitchells are kind of looking at it from the ground. They look up and it looks like almost like Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think that was very purposeful. I I noticed that too. Yeah, but. Yeah, none of those things really bug me a whole lot. It's just kind of funny to think about, because it's like they both should be able to just board each other right now, and neither one of them is smart enough. But if they were smart enough, then the movie couldn't happen, and, like, the rest of the movie's worth it, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, like, the the mall scene, um, right before they go into the mall, like, Katie, like, directs her plan and everything. Mm-hmm. Of, like... Uh, this is what happens, uh, and like does the whole drawing and everything. Yeah. And at the end, it shows them walking out of the mall from the fire, which obviously they didn't know that the fire was going to happen. Right. And and then at the end, it showed the uh, it showed them walking in the exact same poses and everything. Yep. Like ten minutes later, <laughs> which it also like comes to question with some things is. One, the the robots did not know if Mitchell's died in the mall or not. Yeah, they could have been in it when they burned it down. Yeah, uh, they they had no idea because there was no robots around. Yeah. The second thing is, what happens when like the workers for that mall shows up the next day? I thought of that too. I was just like, so like, I mean, I guess they saved the world, so like, whatever. But like, there was absolutely no reason for them to completely destroy the mall. Do you think like insurance companies would like allow that? Like, if like the mall owners decide to like make a claim? I don't know. I feel like so. I feel like because they saved the world, they, the government probably owes them a lot of money, right? And I feel like yeah. the mall owner should be able to be like, "Okay, you guys are like like billionaires now. Build us a new mall." Uh, true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it works <laughs> for for what it is. Um. Um. Another fun scene is, like, the whole car chase slash disguising of the car. Yeah, I thought that was, like, pretty... Well, it's, like, really... Like, it's full of cool character beats, which a lot of moments like that in movies really aren't, which I really appreciated. Well, well, and, like, the... My main thing about, like, the whole lead-up to the final battle is, like, the use of... uh, uh, I like to use the theater term here, a Chekhov's gun, which which you know that term. Yep. Uh, with like with the moose, with the the car driving, with the screwdriver, with um, the mentioning of pterodactyl lines, um, every, like everything under the sun. 
Yeah, almost everything came back, if not everything at some point. Yeah, the, 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 there had to have been like eight guns, basically. <laughs> at bare minimum. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact, when she's recording her dad at uh, the, like, at the kind of like the, uh, before the final battle, and like tells him to redo the line, you, you know how much time left is on the battery of the camera? I didn't, no idea. <laughs> Uh, I, I know this is a very minor thing. It's uh, 41 minutes. Okay. And that's how long the movie is without the credits left. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. Other than that, there's just other just random comedy parts that I really liked. Uh, like the whole good cop, bad cop thing that the two robots did at one point. Yeah, the the two robots are ridiculous. I love them. <laughs> And they're just so dumb. <laughs> uh, well, we all know who the best character is, though. Katie? No. No. Who? Monchi. Oh. <laughs> uh, Monchi and Rick are probably my two favorite characters in the movie. Oh, yeah. Rick's the dad, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, because he just plays, like... He's just trying to do his best. And he doesn't want his kids to get hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, the other, the other, like, dumb thing that I saw at the end was, um, uh, uh, when Katie's saying goodbye to her family at college. Um, you know what she calls Monchi? What? Uh, the King of Kings. Oh, yeah, okay. And who's most referred to as the King of Kings? Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, like, I think my grandmother pointed that out. I was like, huh. Um, yeah, I mean, like, when you ask it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, but, like, I don't think I would notice that. Yeah, nobody would. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of scenes, like, uh, Manchi in his little tuxedo suit was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then Dog Cop. Every time Dog Cop came up, I just could not stop smiling. Yeah, I would be like, so, I, I thought, speaking of just her, like, movies that she made, too, so there's, like, the very first movie she made when she was probably in, like, middle school. And it's yeah. the hamburger that comes to life, and, like, the kids just all look horrified, and then they start making fun of her. It's like, I mean, yes, that is actually rather dark for a middle schooler to have made that, but that is the most impressive movie a middle schooler has ever made, probably, at the same time. It, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> she's really talented. Yeah, like, if we tried making a movie, it would turn out, like, a hundred times worse than that. And we're adults. Like. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, like, this movie is just... Uh, for the people that at home have not seen it, it's pretty much this family is on like, a cross-country road trip to take her to college. And a lot of crap happens, and robots take over, and they have to go save the day. Like, a dysfunctional family has to save the day. Who would have guessed? Yep. Um, 
I, I it's just a great movie where it's just kind of teaching you the harms and the goods of um, technology and how it brings in brings in brings people together more than it hurts. Right. Yeah, I think that it has like a it's a pretty um, like like uh, it, the, our relationship with technology. I think it does a pretty good job of um, making a statement on that. And then I think more so. I think it's like really like it's like a really heartfelt film about like the relationships that they have with each other and how they like grow and change. Yeah. Exactly. Um. The other thing I was going to mention was just their, their like cross country road trip it has like so many weird spots. Originally, they were, I think they were actually supposed to start in uh, like uh, Los Angeles and work their way east, was the original movie. Okay. But they started out in Mich- Michigan, actually. Because one of the original takes of the movie uh, was they actually were going to like. A couple of the, the original ones were, um, like, what did they call it? Um, oh, one was called Everybody Loves Killbot. Uh, one of them had something to do with VR helmets. They were throwing that idea around, and apparently the last one was the Mitchells accidentally kidnapped the president. What the heck? I mean, like, not to, like, jump ahead, but, like, some of the other crazy facts about this movie was um, the, the the team around it, they, they actually made an entire robot language to kind of understand the movie. When people do stuff like that, I find it really impressive and really pointless at the exact same time. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's cool the, well, that you did that, but... Did you need to do that? <laughs> they needed to. Um, but they also had uh, everyone that worked in the movie also got a statue of Manchi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, uh, they had a little quote underneath. They also, uh, the crew also had a pet robot dog and a Roomba with a knife. A <laughs> Roomba with a knife? Do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. DJ Roomba. DJ Roomba. <laughs> uh, that's from the episode where they uh, do uh, that little nightclub, don't they? Yeah, I think it's that, and then I think it comes back when they go camping. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> and then it dies that night. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, another fun fact is, is when they're like backpacking on like on with the goats and everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, which is which is a hilarious scene <laughs> where it's just like we can't go back. We have to keep going. The canyon um, has taken him. <laughs> yeah, the canyon has taken him. <laughs> um, uh, Prancer is his name. Um. Apparently, he was uh, animating that much rain for that one scene almost cost them too much money. So th- by that point, Prancer was the uh, Prancer almost made them uh, not do the movie. I mean, they could have just not done that scene. But that scene was everything. 
another fun fact is uh, this movie actually debuts Sony's first animated LGBTQ character. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I was like, who? And I was like, wait, 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 I know. I actually I actually got yeah, it. It's, I'm like, she wears a rainbow pin, and at the end of the movie, the mom asks if her and her roommate are together, or she's coming to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or or both. Also, there was a um uh another joke that got cut, uh, actually. Um when he's uh, when Aaron is using the outhouse, he uh, what he originally was supposed to say when he was stepping out, he um, he's like, "Oh, I, um, uh, uh, oh, I just forgot to wash my hands, blah 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 blah, or something like that." Ev, and uh, they had to cut that joke or rewrite it because of the COVID imp- implications. Well, yeah, because they didn't want um, uh, to, them to take that movie, uh, I mean, take that joke wrongly or make the movie be like, oh, boo, COVID joke. Nobody wants that. Right. No, I get it. But Yeah. Uh, also, how did you like the little, like, final blow to the the villain? I... I think that's really funny that they just drop it in, like, the only glass of water that's there. I think that's kind of funny, but at the same time, I was just like, you know, it could have just fallen on the ground. Like, it just fell, like, ten stories. It could just... That's all you need to do. It's, you don't need water or anything to break it. But you needed Manchi to save the day. <laughs> like, like Manchi could have just completely missed it. It would have hit the ground and broke. <laughs> I mean that's that's probably what should have happened. His eyes should have gone straight, and then he could. It's just him dreaming, daydreaming. <laughs> yeah, like it's like oh, this is my moment, and then it just hits the ground and breaks anyway. He's like, never mind. <laughs> I mean, that's Monch. That's why I think Monchi is the best character in this movie. <laughs> uh, it's he just does so much for the movie. He's like a character that shows like the relationship between the dad and the daughter. He's he's everything. Yeah. Um. The, the other weird thing that I saw on TikTok the other day uh, was, oh, when they're pulling up all the Mitchell's information, uh, it shows when like uh, it brings up Katie's driver's license. It said she was born like on May fourteenth, like two thousand three. I want to say. Okay. Uh, but in one of the videos on the camera, uh, where it shows her in like the back seat and everything, uh-huh. it you know what the uh, the date on the camera it says May third, two thousand three. Oh, whoops! What was that? Whoops! Yeah, I was just like, um, unless the camera date was off and they just changed it. Yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah, the, um, that or they lied. That's a fake ID. How is it a fake ID? She got why, a fake why, ID. Okay, here, here, here's the thing, though. Why would you make a fake ID that would say that you're 18 and not 21? <laughs> I don't know. 
Because because that, because that would be because what can you do at eighteen and not at twenty one? I mean, I mean, what can you do at twenty one that you can't do it? Like like you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um... I mean, you can vote. What if you could only vote in between the ages eighteen and twenty one? That would make elections just like crazy. <laughs> we would have all died. <laughs> You would only be able to vote once? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, twice, because you would be able to vote for, like, senators and such. You'd only be able to, You might not even be able to vote for a senator, depending on when you turn 18. Yeah, like, you turn November, like, the day after, like, well, your because, birthday. because they have a six-year term, if neither one of your senators comes up during that three-year period... Or even, huh. yeah, yeah, it'd be possible for even be a four-year period that you wouldn't be able to vote. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I think I think our laws would have to change, so it'd be like, uh, what there, if there's an you could, you could only, but what if you could only vote between eighteen and twenty-one? But then at the same time, what you would have to do is you would put in future votes. So, like, the next time a president is, like, elected, uh, you would put in, like, uh, like, during that between 18 and 21, every year you would be like, I want to vote for a Republican this year. Oh, I, I'm feeling the Democrat candidate of this year. <laughs> and and then, like, four years of the next election for the Republican, your vote is casted for those three, uh, for that term, and then the next one is the Democrat. And then the you know, the weird thing that. about that would be, unless they seal your your things and only open them one at a time, you would know who would win each election in advance, basically. Uh, not exactly. Uh, because uh, then you have the new 18-year-olds coming into the Well, like, if everybody decides to vote for the Democrat one year, like, if there's, like, more people, like, like if the Democrat or the Republican or whoever is, like, so far ahead that, like, the 18-year-olds couldn't even change it, you would just know it's just like, oh, this year we're getting a Democrat again. I mean, that could work. Or it'd be like every single person that can still vote needs to vote for a Republican or you're getting the Democrats. I mean, I feel like that's the only way you could do that if <laughs> everyone could only vote between 18 and 21. <laughs> um, Back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, what else can we possibly say? I mean, this is not our worst like seg- uh, cutaway. Uh, our worst one was like a couple weeks back when we did. Uh, if you guys did not see, we did um, Luck of the Irish, where <laughs> was like horrible. forty minutes of the po- like forty minutes of the podcast, we talked about like Star Wars, Adam Sandler, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to talk about. Yep, it was it was not a good time. I mean, it was a good time, but it was not a good time. It just kind of shows, uh, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not going to say there's a whole lot that was wrong with Luck of the Iris. There just wasn't very much substance to, like, actually do anything with. But, but no, yeah, I, I think, um, I, what, what were we talking about before I jump way ahead, actually? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like we were talking about the, the whole, uh, Manchi, uh, no, no, we were talking about the ID thing. Oh, right. Okay, okay. 
I think my favorite use of the, the whole Chekhov's gun thing uh, was either the screwdriver thing. Because that, that thing just it was hilarious to me. No, it's uh, just, the, it's even funnier, too, because, like, it's this giant panel that is, like, super obvious that's right there. And he should immediately see that and be like, oh, I can bust into that. That's cool. And he needs the other guy to tell him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, that's just, uh, the only way you can get into that is some sort of screwdriver uh, with, like, the special AX-2000 screwdriver. But I don't know what kind of idiot would have one of those. (laughs) And he's like, it's me. Um, I like that scene, like, right before they, he, like, is like, oh, wait, I can get out of here, too. That's, that's actually a pretty good scene when he's, like, realizing that, um, her movies are about him, actually. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like the whole setup to that scene where he's watching, like, the old movies, uh, no, no, it's not, it's not him, it's, um, it's a terrorist. Yeah, it's 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 her that's doing it. Um, but right before that, when he she watches the scene of him taking the moose off the cabin. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that's what creates the whole Chekhov's gun for that. Yeah. Portion. Yeah, which I have one gripe with this movie, just one. Okay. There's too many. There, I don't want to say there's too many. I just want to say there's maybe one too many of uh, depressing moments in this movie. Oh yeah, like uh, depressing like uh, steps in the movie. Like, look how many moments where everyone was looking down and sad. Yeah. Uh, you got the very beginning where she, she, her, and her dad get into that fight. You have the scene where they're at the dinosaur. A place they have the scene. I think there's one more scene after that where they fight, and there's one scene at like towards the end, right before the final battle, they get into another fight. There's this, there's like four or five moments where they in the entire movie. I feel like I actually have the opposite problem with the movie where like, like it is really funny, and I really enjoy that it's really funny, but I feel like sometimes it could be like less funny. Because it should be depressing in that moment, and like, um, like they're having like an like an argument, or like the winds just take out their sails, or whatever, and then something stupid happens, and it kind of undercuts the moment. Well, well, the the thing about it though is it's um, my main. I, I think my main gripe is it, it's it's the same. Um, it's the same argument every single time. Yeah, I guess it's just. It's just their relationship, like, they don't want their relationship to end, basically. Yeah. But I think that you probably, I think we we want the movie to be different things, I think, because I want it to be, like, um, a drama, primarily. And I, I want it to and be, I, like, uh, like, comedy oh, or road trip thing or something. Predominantly. Yeah, like, similar to, like... I don't want to do the direct comparison to, like, the Goofy movie. I want to have it, like, just a fun little campy road trip. Uh, try, like, be fun at the very beginning, and then a little down, sad curve, and then it fixes itself. Yeah. 
No, yeah, so I think the, the fact that we both see that from different sides, so I think probably does demonstrate the, the I'm not going to say it's a problem, but maybe the negative of it, though, is that if you want it to be a more serious thing, like I ended up wanting it to be, then sometimes it being really goofy can get in the way of that. And like, if you want it to just be a lot of fun, sometimes it isn't because it keeps dragging itself down. So like, it probably didn't quite strike the balance there for either um, tone, I guess. I mean, true. Uh, the the yeah, I I could agree with that. Uh, but the the thing that we gotta look at though is it's it's a movie for kids. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, like, kids first and foremost, so it can't really um, do much different. And, and it's gotten pretty good positive reviews, actually. I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes here, and uh, can you guess what the critic score is? Uh, I bet it's 90-something, because this was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was a 97%. Oh, that's really high. Uh, do you know what the the the... Audience score is. I bet it's up there too. It's got to be ninety something. Uh, no, eighty nine. Oh, well, close. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, oh, there's actually one scene that we did not actually talk about. Uh, we did not talk about um, well, two scenes technically. Uh, we did not really go in depth with the car chase scene with her, with her learning stiff uh, stick. Oh, and yeah. like the, the like the Rick Mitchell special, right? Which yeah. turns into the, the Katie Mitchell special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I and, thought, uh, well, like them camouflaging it was actually like really clever, and then like that fault completely falling apart, and then instead of just being a chase scene, being like a stupid chase scene where they're still trying to bond, I really like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, come and then the the Aaron it pulls up a sign and like cue cards like read from the sign, please. <laughs> uh, like, but that uh, the Rick Mitchell special comes up like three times. I want to say, yeah, because Katie does it at the very end of the movie, trying yeah. to get to the top. Which, how can that car drive faster than the robots? Maybe the robots just suck. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but the other scene that we did not talk about is the scene with uh, them uh, flying and singing at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, that That's actually a part of the movie I didn't really... Yeah, it really was kind of cringy a little bit. Yeah, it was. It, it, you kind of just got to be along for the ride for that little port. Yeah, it's for the kids. See, I think that's like that's probably supposed to be like this really cool triumphant moment where they've like both like realize that they can like they can understand and accept each other despite their differences. But I swear to God, if another movie just ends with the family singing, I'm gonna like like claw my ears out or something <laughs> like I, I i think it's just like type of scene is so overdone and like in general i usually hate the music too and everything so like i feel nothing when a movie ends like that that's why we're gonna do sing for our next movie no 
No, I, I, I literally will like stand on this box and say we'll, we'll not be reviewing Sing. <laughs> you know, I actually saw Sing for some reason, and I, that was one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen. It, it's it's probably one of the worst Blue Sky movies, honestly. Not Blue Sky, um, Illumination. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, pretty much all the movies are pretty bad, honestly. I've only seen that in some of the Grinch, and I was not liking the Grinch. Well, you saw Despicable Me. No, I haven't. You have not? I have not seen Despicable Me. For the people just tuning in, uh, Adam has not seen a lot of movies. (laughs) Yep. I've seen Old Boy, but I have not seen Despicable Me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you should probably get on that. Yeah, Sabrina said we're going to get up. Like, I think she owns it. We're going to see it sometime. Uh, you're going to hate it. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I, I, I feel like um, Sony has, like, a better, like, track record than Illumination. You know, I can't really like, so think is, of many Sony animated movies, but all of them that come to mind are great. So you got Open Season... You know, I think I saw it. I don't really remember it, but I did like it. That's the, that's the one with the bear and the antler with uh, the deer with one antler. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember that really, but I did like that movie. You got Surf's Up. I don't think I saw that. The uh, the one with the surfing penguins. Oh no. Uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Nope. I haven't seen any of these. Oh my god, I just googled them. Uh, the the Smurfs? Nope. Uh, Hotel Transylvania? Nope. Goosebumps? Nope. Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. (laughs) There you go, people. (laughs) I thought they did the Uh, Is this what you wanted? Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, overall, this is a really good movie, honestly. No, I I didn't really expect a lot from it, but I did like it quite a bit. I feel like it might break, like, it, it, it's probably going to break a lot of people's, like, lists for, like, their, like, top 20. Oh, yeah, like, I, really, I could easily see that, yeah. Like, animated movies? Well, obviously, there's a, that, that's not Disney, obviously, because a lot of people's lists are, like, Disney, Disney, Disney. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Because Disney owns, like, every animation company. Whoa. Except Sony. Well, yeah. Sony likes to do its own thing. But, yeah. Um, one other fun fact I forgot to mention earlier is the, the, the team that did the movie, they actually wanted to, like, see how robots actually react while fighting. So they actually drove all the way out to CalArts and watched uh, a big robot fighting tournament. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they wanted to like see how the robots moved and reacted after certain things. That's pretty cool. First thing yeah, I thought you were going to say they went to Boston Dynamics. I, just, just imagine like uh, you're, you're working one day and you're like, hey, do you want to go watch these robots fight? Sure. I mean, I, I used to watch Robot Wars, so I'd be all about that. I mean, same. 
That was on like sci-fi, wasn't it? Yeah, that was on and I think it was on TLC for a bit too. I think it's still on because my a grandfather watches it yeah. for some reason. Oh, we we yeah. just don't know what cable is anymore, so like Well, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, my uh every every place I go, like the channels are different. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, I haven't I think the last time I saw cable TV, well, I was probably at the school that we went to be, and we were in the student center and like there was a TV that was on and that's probably literally the last oh. time I've seen cable. Well, well, that's not even cable. No, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my grandfather still has cable, but my grandmother had, uh, my mom's grandmother has a dish. Oh, okay. No, not dish, uh, dactyl. One of those things. Yeah. So, Adam, do you have any, like, final thoughts about this movie? I think that if anyone's listening to this and they haven't watched it, they probably should, because I feel most people would like this movie. Yeah, it's it's been in, like, the top ten for, like, six weeks now. That's impressive. Very impressive. Um, yeah, no, I, I say everyone should go watch this movie. Uh, if they haven't, give give it your love. Maybe it'll win Best animation, um, Animated Picture next to the Oscars. Yeah, that'd be cool if they uh, do it again. Maybe that's something we should do, is, like, try reviewing movies that sh- will win Oscars. Oh, I try to guess what will win Oscars. By reviewing them? Yeah. <laughs> see, see how many points we get? But, like, I feel like we shouldn't try. We should just pick movies and, like, see if, see if it works. Yeah, I feel see like there's almost zero chance that we're going to like the same stuff the Academy does. Well, you know how many, like, movies I've actually watched this year at the Oscars? Before, you like, the Oscars like, got announced? Most of them, right? Well, well no, like, before, before they got announced for their nominations, I only watched, watched like, two of them. Yeah. Well, three. Well, because I watched... Well, I not even hear of before they um, announced them. Yeah. Uh, then one weekend I watched like six of them with a friend. That sounds like kind of like, like a marathon that would not be fun. <laughs> I mean, the only one that wasn't really fun was Mank. Yeah, I think just doing them back to back, I'd be like, oh man, like even if I... Normally, like this movie, I hate this movie right now. When you're like near the end, uh, I mean, like the pro- only problem was when when we got to like uh, Minari and it was kind of dull and there was nothing we could really do. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So, if you had to rank this movie, what would you give it? I. I kind of want to say nine, but I feel like that might be kind of high. But it's either like an eight or a nine. Yeah, I'm like I was kind of like floating with the point numbers a lot. Uh, like, do I give it like eight point five? Maybe like an eight point eight is probably where I'm looking, like the upper echelon. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like how we were going over before. There's we both want this to be a completely different movie than what it is. Yeah, it still works, though. Like, even with me wanting it to be, like, a drama, 
it still is a good drama, and like the comedy elements and stuff just kick it up, mostly kick it up a little bit more, even. Like, like I, I, my biggest like point of like the whole like too many depressing moments is I feel like they should have uh, like morphed them into one bigger scene than what they what they did. Yeah, there might have been a way to do something like that. Rather than be happy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I should give it like an 8.7, 8.8. Okay, yeah, I'd probably just... I'd probably say 8.5. Yeah. So, Pathetic Premiere gives it an 8.6. That's right. Which is one of our highest ratings. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think what movies we did uh, would have been higher than that. <laughs> uh, future Adam uh, yelled at us if if we get it wrong. I'll probably forget too. Uh, and, you know, which Future Adam won't? You know that. Future Adam's only done something like twice. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that was at the very beginning when we went by another name. <laughs> yeah. I think the only movie that may would beat it is Joker, maybe. Oh yeah, that's that's probably the only one that might. This is probably higher than. I think I like this better than Joker though. So if we rated this higher than Joker, I think we made a mistake. <laughs> uh no, you know what movie is definitely higher than this? What? Eight Crazy Nights. No. <laughs> um, are you sure about that? I'm completely sure. I mean, the only other movie that I could think of would be uh, Blazing Saddles. We may have rated higher. Yeah, that I could no. see that too. No, 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 no. We could have rated that higher. No, because I think we said something about that being like too uh, comedic. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I think that you probably rated it higher than me, even though I liked it. I think I probably only rated it like a seven, so I probably probably brought it down. Yeah. Um. Get Out, maybe, would be the only other one that I can think of. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but su- surprisingly, uh, you know what the, our most watched episode is? Is it Eight Crazy Nights? No. <laughs> it's the one right before that. Is that Babadook? I don't remember. No, uh, because it went Babadook, Joker, and then uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, a weird if you, episode. <laughs> if, if you guys liked any of those movies, you should go check it out. Yeah. If you if this is the, your first one, taking a look at this. This um, segment of the show has been sponsored by Pathetic Premiere, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, taking a page out of uh, Final Destination's book, uh, if you guys want to support us, we're looking for donations. And uh, all the money will go back into the show. That's right. And help us out even further. Yeah. We might even make merchandise. I shudder to think what our merchandise would be. <laughs> oh, well, I, I feel like... No, you know what the best thing would be? What? A whistle. Because, like, uh, uh, it would be a whistle. Because, like, why would you, like, uh, have any, like, name one merch, uh, like, big company that has done a whistle before? 
nobody. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be the first ones. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, probably just do, like, stickers, maybe a shirt, maybe. We have pathetic Premiere-branded guitars. And guitar picks. Yeah, that's easier. <laughs> yeah, probably way less money. <laughs> you uh, make but, custom uh, guitars. Oh, uh, I did not. But I could see that. Um... But yeah, uh, thanks to Final Destination for giving us a shout-out. Maybe we can do a crossover episode sometime. Yeah. And uh, uh, the one other thank you I want to give Adam real quick before we sign off uh, is uh, thanks to our good friend uh, Josh uh, Fessler uh, over at, uh, that used to be over at Painting the Pages. Um, he, he helped with some tech problems tonight. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see you guys next time with uh, whatever we're doing it's Adam's choice, so it could be anything. Probably something weird. Probably. <laughs> Finally, the last piece. Well, it, that went a lot better with that last piece. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's see if our future weeks can go any worse. <laughs> It's all down from should... here. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you've said it best. <laughs>